Things Rugby League podcast. Today we're going to be doing your round 22 in review. Let's start off with the Storm and the Raiders. What a clash that was. Very gritty match. The Storm beat the Canberra Raiders 26 to 16 in a very brutal game. Canberra looked good. Storm looked even better. And I think Storm X Factor really got them the win there. Um, the Canberra Raiders had a lot of bad calls against them, especially from the referee. Uh, seriously, I think that if the referee was a bit more lenient, the score from the Raiders would have been a bit higher. However, the score was 26-16. to 16. What a game. The Storm have now won 18 in a row and are probably the best team in the competition at the moment. Let's talk about Jack Whiten for a second. What a performance he had last night. Absolutely sublime. He played really well. Especially that big hit he did on Dean Eremia. Oh my God. It was huge. He basically inspired his teammates to play up. And my God, what a game it was. Bailey Simonson with a hat trick. Congratulations to the young bloke. Awesome. Great performance from him. He was always there ready to receive that ball. Great performance from Bailey Simonson. Now, unfortunately, Corey got a bit unlucky with a high tackle and was sent off in the last few minutes of the game. Really unfortunate for for him. He's such a good in good player. It's just really unfortunate. Like, I heard Joey John saying the other day um, that the game isn't played in slow-mo and I can can 100% agree with that. Corey was really unlucky. He just mistimed it only just and will now be suspended for about four games depending on if he goes for the early guilty plea or not. Really unfortunate for him. Uh, Jerome Hughes he said he couldn't remember anything from that night so I can't see him playing in the next game at all to be honest he'll be very lucky if he does make his way into the side next week but it's very unlikely let's move on to the Penrith and St George game Penrith put on an absolutely Sublime performance against St. George, winning the game 34-14. to Cleary is back. He is 100% back. He is just an absolute freak. Their winning percentage with him in the side is 93%, which is out of this world for one player, to be honest. He really does carry that side. Cleary, what a player. Uh, um, also, a notable mention was Amone. Um, Amone had a great game, the number 14 for St. George. Just an awesome game from him. Uh, Monoroski, not bad. 
pretty good game from him as well. Panthers really did put the pressure on that whole game. And Cleary just had a massive impact. You could see the impact he was having when he came off. I think it was about maybe 65th, 70th minute when he came off. Maybe about two or three minutes after he'd come off, Jack Bird scored a try. You can definitely see the impact he has, not just in attack, but also in defense. It's crazy. Dylan Edwards scoring a double. What a game he had. And Leota. Now with James Fisher-Harris, the enforcer, not in that side. Moses Leota really stepped up. He ran the ball with the intention to kill. He was unreal. I really loved him and his performance. Injuries from that game. Andrew McCulloch has unfortunately obtained a syndesmosis injury. Will most likely obtain a syndesmosis injury, which would see him out for the season. Suspensions and fines. Henrith Harves, Jerome Luai for a careless high tackle and Nathan Cleary for dangerous contact have been fined around 1700 bucks, but won't miss any games, which is what we would like to see. It's unfortunate with the fine though. And Dragons halfback Adam Clune for dangerous contact has also been fined around $1,500 to $1,700. Unfortunate for him as well. Let's move on to the next one. The Roosters and the Broncos. What a clash. What a contest. 21 to 20. That was the score. 21 to 20. The Roosters came out on top only just after a perfect, perfect kick from Adam Kieran. What a performance from him. He's really, really proving himself in the centers as a great player. Now, at the start of the game, that Butcher had a great try saver on Payne Haas. I don't know how anyone stops him that close to the line. So hats off to Nat Butcher. What a game he had. Payne Haas was on top. Although Nat Butcher saved the first one, he Paynas came back and no one was a match for him. Scores. A awesome try, but straight over. The Roosters were on top early, but it was pretty much an even contest. Maybe after 20 minutes or 10 minutes, 20 minutes or so, he, they, they just honestly, such a good contest, such a good game. Now, we usually call Victor Radley the inflictor. Victor the inflictor, but he got inflicted on by Thomas Flegler. Thomas Flegler put an absolutely massive shot on Radley. I've never seen anyone put a big hit on Radley. He is just a tough, tough little bugger. But yeah, Flegler, hats off to you, mate. What a game you had. Jordan Ricky for the corner. There was nothing really going on. A lucky kick from Gamble. Ricky gets the ball, dives over in the corner. Last thing you would expect from a second rower, but good job to him. Great athleticism. Great try. Congrats to Jordan Ricky. What a game and what a season you're having. It was Dale Copley's first game for the Roosters since 2015, right up against his old club, and he scores a try. Congrats to him. Really such an even contest. Right to the end, such an even contest. You you couldn't really pick who was going to win in the last 20 minutes. It was it got your heart racing, Roosters and Broncos fans, I bet. 
So Sam Walker kicks the field goal. Sam Walker kicks the field goal. The score is now 18 to 19. A few minutes later, Albert Kelly goes for a field goal himself. And Victor Radley, as unlucky and as he was, it was just horrendous what happened. He went to go block the kick. Henry Perinara obviously didn't see it that way. And now Victor Radley is looking at a three to four week suspension. Really unlucky to him. There was no intention to do anything other than from stopping that ball from going through the post. So the penalty is given and Cobbo kicks the goal from right in front, making the score 20 to 19. It was just heartbreaking for Roosters fans. A few minutes later, we're right at the end of the game. Roosters get a penalty. Somehow, they get a penalty. And Adam Kieran, the world, the weight of the world on his shoulders, kicks it over from just close to the sideline, making the game 21 to 20. What a performance from Adam Kieran. What a great goal. And wow, what a game. Now, Danny Levi has sustained some sort of injury. Unclear of what that is. I don't know if he's actually injured or not. Um, I couldn't say whether he would play next week. I don't even know what the injury is. It looked like a leg injury. We'll have to wait and see what that one is. But... As I, I'm not a doctor or a physio, so I couldn't say. Um, other suspensions from that game, Tyson Gamble is looking at a two to three week suspension, dep- depending on what he gets from the early guilty plea, if he goes for that or not. And David Mead has been fined, but it is unclear as to how much he has been fined. On to the next game, the Rabbitohs and the Titans. I called this, I said that the Rabbitohs were, were too much and I knew it and I was right. 36-6, to six, the South beat the Titans. What a game that was. Gagai being ruled out early brings Burns into the side. He had a pretty good game. Uh, Fafita on the bench before the start of the game. He was moved to the bench. I'm, I'm in love with him at the bench. I reckon he's really good on the bench. Love that idea. He just brings so much X Factor off the bench and he's just the strongest player I've ever seen. The amount of strength and athleticism he has, he is great impact off the bench. Latrell, now he is an absolute freak. He's just too big and too strong. Absolute masterclass he had out there on Saturday. What a game he had. Now, Jai Arrow went over, but it was called no try. Let me know in the DMs if what you think about that one. Personally, I think he did get the ball down, but uh, it was called no try. So let me know what you think, try or no try in the DMs. Let me know. Cody Walker just made the game look like a training drill. He really owned them out there. He was just sublime. He really has an impact on this south side. And without Adam Reynolds, I think he will step up. But yeah, Adam Reynolds is going to be such a loss 
such a huge loss um, coming into the 2022 season. But yeah, I think Cody is just an absolute freak and we'll see what happens next year. Um, South, definitely premiership contenders after the past few weeks. 10 in a row. I mean, you can't get any better than that. They were pretty much playing champagne footy out there towards the second half. That seriously, what an amazing game from South Sydney. So Gagai was out with a hamstring complaint. We don't know as to whether he'll be back next week, but we'll have to wait and see on that one. On to the next game now, the Cowboys and the Tigers. Pretty ordinary game. Nothing really surprising or awesome from that game. It was pretty monotone. Nothing happening. Michael Maguire early in the week got the record for the most time saying fuck in a TV episode. Good on you, mate. Good record for you. I don't know how you're supposed to feel about that one, but good on you, mate. Um, Jake Simpkin was an early, or it was a late inclusion, sorry, with Sini being ruled out. Don't know why that one happened. Uh, can't say that Simpkin had an impact on the side. It was pretty monotone. Um, Cowboys kicking game was absolutely atrocious. Nothing happening there. Even their last tackle options were a bit strange. Forwards were getting the ball most of the time. It was just hot potato out there. No one wanted the footy. Kyle Felt did step up a bit later in the game, setting up Jeremiah Nanai over for a try on debut. So congrats to Kyle Felt. Pretty sublime what you did. Great exhibition footy. Uh, the Tigers pretty much put the pressure on in the second half and got the win 24-16. to 16. Uh, Granville in the centres. Good signs. He did set up a try with six minutes to go. Um, what a what a great player. He went all right at fullback and he's showing some good signs in the centres. I did think he was a bit too small, but he's proving everyone wrong at the moment. What a great player. Luke Brooks-Sinbin at the end of the game saw Cowboys score with, with Hampton. But they, there was no signs of them winning that game. Honestly, Tigers won that game probably in the last 20 minutes. Yeah, but 24 to 16 that game was. Tommy Talao coming off a, later in the game with an eye injury. We don't know anything about that at the moment, but his eye did look pretty inflated when he came off as he was poked in the eye. Um, don't know what that means, but um, no, don't know what that means for him. I know what poking in the eye means, obviously, but I don't know what that means for him. Anyway, Manly versus the Eels. What a clash. I could talk all day about this game as it was just absolutely awesome show from Manly. Champagne footy yet again. Playing playing with them. Pretty much toying with the Eels all game. 56 to 10 was the score. Ch- early changes made. Kurt D. Lewis started with Josh Alloy going to the bench. Um, Cherry Evans pretty much Cherry Evans the Cherry Evans show in the first 20 minutes it was all Cherry Evans in that in that first 20 minutes 
great exhibition from him, great game from him. Tom Trevojevic is always there and he gets a try in that game as well as many other awesome stats. He's just a freak. Para pretty much had no belief or confidence out there. It was pretty upsetting from Para. I think their season ended when they lost... Not just when they lost last week, but when they've been losing the and the way their form has been in the last few weeks. Oh, that's when they lost their season, to be honest. I don't see them going any further in the competition. It's really upsetting. Parramatta looked really good at the start of the season and they've really just dropped off. There's no other level for them. But yeah, what a masterclass from Manly. Manly pretty much owned power in the first half. And I'm going to say in throughout the whole game because they did. They owned them the whole game. Para were absolutely shocking. Riven Garrick on a fire and he gets the record for the most points in a season for a Manly player. So congrats to him. What an achievement. Tom Trevojevic, as I said, an absolute masterclass from him. Ryan Madison was sent off. And Marikai Niokore, Marita Niokore, sorry, um, also sent to the Sinbin. 11 men left on the field. There was really nothing doing anyway. Even if they had 13 men on the field, I think the score would still be the same. If not more, should have been more, would have been 60. Um, I think Parramatta were just lucky that it wasn't 60. And all, all in all, it was really just a shit night from Parramatta. Anyway, the Warriors and the Bulldogs. So, Dallin Wartani's Lesniak was suspended earlier in the week, so he was out and not playing. Edward Cozzi replaces the suspended Dallin Wartani's Lesniak on the wing, and Wade Egan was returning to hooker, with Jazz Vega shifting to the lock forward role, and Bailey Saarinen dropping out of the side. The Warriors did win 24 to 10. It was a pretty uh, decent game. Not one of the highlights of the week, but still a pretty decent game. It's the first time that Warriors have won three games in a row since 2018, so congrats to them. Reese Walsh was pretty perfect with the boot, getting three out of four conversions that day, as well as a penalty goal. So congrats to him. He had an absolute great game as well. Josh Curran had an absolute blinder. He was setting up tries next to him and he was just an absolute freak uh, running the ball. Aaron Ship scored a very good long-range try. Nothing was really happening and he did well there, so congrats to him. And let's move on to the next game because there was no injuries or suspensions announced yet. Newcastle and the Sharks was Connor Watson's 100th game, so congratulations to him. Clifford put a really, really good tackle and forced a turnover. Uh, the Knights looked pretty much fragile on the right side in the first half, letting in most of their tries from there. Hamanueli, a uh, big hit, but high. Got the penalty there, it was a huge hit though. Very unlucky there similar to the Corey Harawira-Nairo incident 
except he didn't get sent off. It was just on report. So lucky for the Sharks. Sharks are pretty much on top in the first half. Romian had some pretty solid defense, pretty much shut down Kalen Ponga throughout the game. Chuala got a double, so congrats to him. He locked up the game to 12 all. Uh, it was a solid game for Barnett. Barnett was just a freak. He was knocking down everyone that he was running at. He had an absolute blinder of a game. It's a pretty even contest in the second half with Clifford kicking the penalty goal to make the game 16-14. to 14. What a game. Such good effort. Very close contest. Now there's some, been some news that has been recently uh, put out that you would want to know for sure, particularly from last night's game. Joey Lusick and Mike Acevo have both been fined $1,500 for dangerous contact charges. Little Thomas McKeeley and Nimi Griffin, one of the deputants, have been suspended for one week. Michael Cheekham and Valentine Holmes have been fined $1,500 as well. And it's a huge blow for Manly. Tom Travojevic has done his cheekbone. It is unknown as to whether how, how long he will be out for, but he's 100% certain he's not playing next week. Poor bugger, poor Manly. He's been in such great form, and this is a huge blow considering the injuries he's had in the past. It's just the last thing that anyone wanted. Uh, really, really unfortunate. Also, Ryan Madison has been suspended for three games as well. Really unfortunate. Well, that's the end of the podcast, guys. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time.